This is a Clearview podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Carpe Manana, the show where we talk about how to capture tomorrow today. We have such an awesome episode planned for you guys. We're going to go around the circle, introduce you to your host for this week. Dr. Abaddon Shaw. I'm Kelsey McKeel. I'm Rebecca Shaw. John Galantis. I'm David Williamson. And I am Ryan Hill. And guys, right at the start of the episode, we are excited about our very first segment. You guys ready for Clock the Socks for this? I thought yes. you were introduced in the segment. I was like, our very first <laughs> well, what? The, I, I mean, you, the I very you. first segment of the episode, unless you had something else you wanted to... No, I'm good. In there. I'm okay. good. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get mine out of the way Clock first, the as socks. I do believe that this is the week that... You think this I'm is taking your week? home the gold? It's okay, we, we now on. David and I won last week. Yeah. we had the the joint <laughs> we win together. last week with yeah. the yeah. the double Grand Canyon. I don't know how that works because I've never seen a I've never seen a sporting event or like an Olympic thing where two You've people never take t- home tied the gold. for first. You've no. never seen that? No, I've seen tiebreakers, but I've never seen two people take home the gold. Have you? Well, of course, I have. they just did last week on, today. On they they socks. can't win. What you got this week, John? Stripes, but you see, you think they're just stripes. There's polka dots. There's both. So if you're a stripe guy, if you're a polka dot guy, you no longer have to choose. You don't have to do that no more. Your life doesn't have to be binary. You got some big legs, John. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Thank okay. you. No. But you're right. They it's could, like they almost could, like a clown. Yeah, they could crush a man's like windpipe a sh- or something. It's like a clown. Clown's red shoes. It's like a clown's foot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Especially huge. The, yeah, they're huge. The it's almost dot. a size 14. But the polka dot uh, is like a, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I what guess. You, uh, what you gentlemen got? <laughs> For me, I'm wearing uh, Black Widow socks. Um, oh, hold nice. on, man. You okay. got to turn it side. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Look at her face. Those are near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Look, yeah. At her, I gave those look at her face. That is, and an, cool that is an unfortunate representation you of have, Natasha. I wish that I had a reason behind it, but I was like, ah, Black Widow's pretty cool. So I gave those to you. Apologies yeah, to Scarlett reason. Johansson for that because her face was stretched really, <laughs> I mean, really it's, it's tough to make somebody like look good on a sock. Like, that's a rough medium. It's like Botox on a sock. That's poorly placed Botox to have. All right, what you got? Uh, I have donuts today. Ooh. Donuts on a pink background. Okay. That's wow. fun. Okay. Pink is interesting because it's not Wednesday. Well, yeah. the episodes air every Wednesday. So I see. That doesn't count. I think we... We wear pink on Wednesdays. Okay. I'm not when gonna... people will be seeing this, sure. it will be Wednesday. Okay. So you get the pink donut socks. Okay. okay. My turn? Okay. Yes, please. Well, I got books. Ooh. Oh. Can y'all see it? Nice. I think so. This is like... um. got to lift your leg higher. A library here. Of books, yeah, nice. very All over. nice, and it's color coordinated with your shirt. Yeah, I like it. Shirt nice wow. touch. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can yeah. tell some effort it, went into that. Are there one. any words cool. on it? No, just, on the just, inside uh, of the some books. books. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at the library. Who would want to yeah. have a library like that? That's wow. true. In your and basement, go down there and find books that have been lost forever, coming from the library in Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, yeah. I like it. The British Museum has been looking for this, but yeah. they. They thought it was lost forever and ever. But no, but it was on the socks the whole time. It was on my socks sock the whole time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, All right. ladies. What do you think? Rebecca, do you have a submission you, this week? Are you entering this week? Um, I see some socks peeking out I mean, above I your can. shoes. I don't they're think not, they're not silly. <laughs> yeah, they're I, just I, some I, socks. I won't. I won't take it this time. <laughs> are you wearing socks? I'm not wearing any socks today. They're invisible. Wow. They're nothing. Okay. Well, <laughs> non-existent socks. Non-existent I don't think okay. non-existent socks. socks qualify for silly socks. I mean, they're invisible, so that really means they're the best. Mm. They are the mm. coolest. So, so I'm leaning towards one particular sock. Okay, but I don't know what you're leaning towards. I'm a little biased. I'm a little you biased are a little biased, one. but I mean, honestly, I'd be okay with that. Okay, I'd be okay with it. Okay, so 
I think Kelsey and I are probably going to go with David. Yeah. What? Because of the Black Widow socks. Yes. I gave this to him. Also, I love Black Widow. Also, so. you were you were kind of bummed about them winning together. So here's a tiebreaker. There you go. David. I don't understand. Problem no, there's solved. no tiebreaker because oh, they're not man. tying. Also, she looked horrible. Show it again. I was going to say. That's what made it silly. She looked a little bit silly. It was silly. Here's me again. Here we go. Winning socks right here. That's pretty silly. Look at her face. Look at her face. Rebecca, that's. It's silly. She looks like one of those Russian dolls. Yeah, do you ever play? Do you ever play one of the nesting dolls? I'm sorry, it's making me laugh. It's funny. Hold it on. Yeah, did you ever play video games and you put in cheat codes for big head mode? Uh huh. That's what it looks like. That is what it looks like. Unbelievable. Well, apparently cheat codes work because David is our. Uh, clock the socks champion again so, for this week. This is I how many win. weeks in a row is that, David? It's, I don't know how many in a two row, in a row, but out of five episodes, two in a row, three, total, right? three victories in five episodes. Yeah, it's That's just crazy. it's just the second. Wow. It's the third time I've won. The mm. second time in a row. How does it feel? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, does that say anything about me and Kelsey, or That's a great about question. you guys? You guys need to step up your game. Mm. I mean, it's true. David takes it seriously. Yep. Apparently, <laughs> have you won it yet? I do. I mean, I had a. Ryan, people are writing in. I had a couple books that have been lost forever. Shaw's won it. You were <laughs> close second. I like the, the, the library. Your SpongeBob socks. Yeah. Alexandria. Your SpongeBob like socks. <laughs> David is David is switching camera angles I'm, and holding his trophy. I'm trying my best. Yeah, this this is. I'm trying to concentrate really hard. <laughs> he so was like, holding the trophy and be like, I'm like uh, somebody's <laughs> talking. Somebody's talking. So all right. Congratulations, David. Hey. All on me. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> In your podcast Socks champion of the week. That's me. John, you have some fan mail for us I today? got some fan mail. This comes from uh, Joel T. Ryan, what do you think the T stands for? Joel T. Uh, I think, you know, we've we've had a theme of like Italian pasta and dishes and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I'm actually going to deviate from that theme. All right. All right. I'm going to say Joel Trombone. Okay. That's a shout out to me almost because okay. I played the trombone. There you, for, well, there you go. 15 years okay. and still not any better at it. <laughs> I hate to hear that. What does Joel have to say? What's going on, Clearview team? My name is Joel Trombone. I'm a longtime listener. I've been listening since episode six. Oh, my nice. gosh. Joel, thank you very Joel. much. Wow. Well, Thanks for tracking kind of, with us, yeah, man. Kind of weirded out you didn't go listen to the first five, but whatever. <laughs> they probably did. I'm so glad I found this podcast. It's helped me lead and even grow my organization. I love the new format and have found inspiration from Clock the Socks. I wear silly socks normally, and so do some of the guys I work with. We are going to start a silly sock league at the office. Keep up the good work. <laughs> love you all. Yes. Joel. I love it. Mr. That. Trombone yourself. Thank, Thank you, you so Joel. much. Thank you so much. And send us some pictures of your silly socks. We always love to see other people's yeah. crazy socks, what they have going, get some inspiration for ourselves. I'm going to well. send a newsletter to Joel when Dr. Shaw and I finally take home the victory because it's been five episodes and it's You've never won? I've never, I mean, well, I've I won outside uh, of the podcast. Dr. Shaw has won. I don't, it's not true. He, he won with his, with his Spongebob socks. Which I don't think so. No, David won. Yeah. No. Dr. Oh, Shaw and I have not so won. So sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. It was a valiant effort though. No, I like the Spongebob I've, socks. I've not, I've won the Silly Sock Champ outside of the podcast, but that's kind of, since we've started the since podcast. Since yeah, Socks, you haven't won that second. Yeah, I think David's slipping these girls money. If I had money to slip anybody, I would. (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready to dive into our topic for this week? Let's do it. Guys, on this week's episode of Carpe Manana, we're talking about something that all of us are impacted by, all of us can relate to. We're talking about the concept of time. But not necessarily in the way that you're thinking, not necessarily about the passing of time or how to manage your time. We're talking about investing your time. This concept of like, if you want to excel at something or you want to be an expert at something, you want something to improve, it's going to take time. Right. And that kind of goes contrary to how people often think about things. 
Dr. Shah, do you want to talk about a little bit about what this concept sure. looks like? Well, when we talk about uh, investing time, uh, I'm not talking about being patient. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. You, you need to be patient. Give it time. That's not how I'm talking about. I'm talking about give it time. Right. Not just give it time. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Not really, but I, I think I know what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> not just like, well, you know, you just got to wait, you know, maybe years and years. No, you, it means you invest time mm -hmm. into that, whether it's uh, uh, sports, whether it is music or ministry or business, whatever, you have to give it time. It, it may be your marriage. It may be how you raise your children. It may be your relationship. You have to invest time in it if you want it to get better. Right. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, like, that's one of the hardest things to hear because time, and a lot of people don't value their time, but like, I know for me, and we've talked about this before, you can, you'll always get more money. You'll always have more, you know, of whatever it is that you're chasing, but you'll never be able to buy back your time. Once yeah. it's gone and once you've wasted right. it and squandered it, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, you're literally paying for mastery over your craft or over your, um, desires with the most valuable thing that you have, which mm -hmm. is your time. Yeah. Right. yeah, I really feel like the difference in the the two statements that you made, like give it time versus give it time, is if you give it time in like the normal sense that people would say, it's like, hey, just you know, let time almost affect it. Like, be it's very passive. Mm -hmm. right. But when you're saying give it time, you're being very active in how exactly. you do it. It's like I'm actively giving my time to this, making right. sure that I'm practicing it, or I am whatever, like if it's a relationship, you're living it out and you're yeah. actually like investing that time into it. You know, it's like the illustration where um, a famous uh, violinist or, or pianist, I can't remember, uh, had just done this fabulous performance. I mean, just the crowd was up uh, and it was just with applause. And when it was done, this person walked up to him, you know, a big line of people, of course, but this one person came by and said, you know, I would give my whole life to play like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> and the answer came back from this guy is, I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's that's what we mean by give it time. Mm -hmm. um, not just passively, as you said, but actively. Uh, if you want to play a certain sport, you're really into, oh, I want to play basketball. Yeah, you have to give it time, which means you have to invest day after day, month after month, you know, you can't just come in the season of basketball, jumping out there and, and, and shooting ball and running around and doing a few drills with your team. No, off season, what, what are you doing with that time? Mm -hmm. And if in the off season, you're not practicing your footwork and your dribbling skills and your, your upper body movement, or lower body movement, if you're not doing those things, you're expecting that time period where you're playing to actually make you a superstar. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Just because you watch some, somebody on TV doing great, you think, oh, yeah, season's about to start. Yeah, I'm going to be playing church league ball or school ball. Yeah, I, I'm going to be great. Mm -hmm. well, I'm time, so good. Time is also a love language. Yeah. Um, so certain people want to feel love. They have to spend more time. And personally, that is my love language. And... Um, I think it's my language mainly because anybody can give you gifts. Right. Anybody can give you compliments. But for someone to spend time with you, they can never get that back. Right. So That's for true. them to spend time with you, they're sacrificing something that they cannot get back. At least with like, if they give you a gift, they can always get that money back. If they give you a compliment, they can always take that back. 
but they can't take back their time. Yeah. Your time is often. literally the most valuable thing that you possess. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and if I can extend what you're saying in relationship time, I'm talking about not just time spent together, but time invested on that relationship may not be time spent together. Some of the time may be spent reading a book mm-hmm. on how to have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Some of the time may be spent not just watching random videos and figuring it out. Like, I think this guy's really good. I think they're really, really. No, really earnestly finding the one mm-hmm. that you will go, you know, this person right here mm. or this couple right here or this expert right here is worth listening to and then devouring their information so that when you are with that person that you care about or love or whatever, you are the best. Yeah. Mm. Or trying to be at least. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like when people pursue higher education, they're becoming an expert in whatever that discipline is, whatever that field is, similarly to relationship. You're, you're studying, you're investing, yes. and you're mm-hmm. becoming an expert in that relationship and an expert in showing right. love and care to the people right. It's not you. just hanging out, yeah. Yeah. which is a big part of spending time. But when I'm saying give it time, I'm talking about more than just hanging out. Your hanging out should actually reflect the time you have spent learning about how to be the best husband or wife or boyfriend, girlfriend or, or fiance or whatever that I can be in this relationship. Yeah. Well, even like spending time with other healthy couples and sure. being around people that maybe, maybe you're engaged and maybe you need to be hanging out with married couples who are right. in love and they're working on it and they're constantly putting in the effort. Hanging out with them may be what you need. That, that time that you're not spending with just that person, it may be a good thing that you're spending yeah. time or with Or together we're spending time with somebody like Together that. spending time with another couple. Yeah, that, that may be too. Yeah. 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 Uh, or even, even add to that, um, spending time by yourself, asking God to work in your life, the time of devotion, the time of prayer, mm-hmm. uh, journaling, whatever you're doing, so that you're dealing with things in your life that when you are together... You're not squabbling and fussing and 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 getting upset about dumb things. Mm-hmm. That's such a great point because it it <clears throat> removes that passivity, like we were talking about. It just just being with that person or just just spending time together, hoping that we're going to grow closer together, or hope we're, our marriage is going to be better, our relationship is going to yeah. be better. You got to put in the work too. You yeah. got to you got to yeah. work on yourself. You've got to work on what you're bringing to the table. It requires effort. It requires investing that time let's let's use that basketball analogy again uh, a lot of kids play ball travel ball au ball all that stuff and that's great but here's the problem many of them think the more i play the better i get mm-hmm. that's a huge fallacy yeah mm-hmm. but what if what if you don't know how to play basketball <laughs> yeah you're practicing the wrong thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> what if you're playing with people who don't know basketball yeah what if, what if your teammates have yet to learn the fundamental skills of basketball? So so you just together spend a long period of time doing wrong things. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I've always I've always <laughs> heard that help anybody that, <laughs> that, that, that practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. that's right. Yeah. Practice yeah. just makes that's permanent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You told me before, like when we were talking about your PhD and everything, there was I mean it was a long journey to actually get there. But you said you know it does not prove how smart you are. It just no. proves how how determined you are. Right. Um. I mean, do you wanna do you wanna just kind of share a little bit about that? Because I know getting that PhD was like a long journey, but it was right. something that. I've got to put the work in. If I don't go home and put the time in, 
you can't be smart enough to where right. they'll just give it to you. Well, and, and that's all true. Here's what I would say. One of the biggest benefits that I have gained from earning a PhD is not a title, is not some kind of a uh, accolade or, uh, you know, a license to now do other things like teach or whatever, write books. The biggest thing that I have gained personally, mm-hmm. personally, I can't speak for every PhD, is the ability to know which sources to go to. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. You know, a lot of people read a lot of things. A lot of pastors, a lot of Bible teachers, they read so much of of stuff they shouldn't be reading. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You're going to the wrong sources. Yeah, You're going to mediocre, beginners-level sources. So if I read like 10 beginners-level books... Does that mean that I'm an expert now? Hmm. Of yeah. course not. So what if I read only one beginner level book and one advanced level book? Yeah, I'm far more than the guy who read 10 beginner level books. Right, that's right. So th- so investing time in the right way is so critical uh, in, in every aspect of life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that this isn't, like an episode of the grapevine. I know we we did that last week, but one thing that I can gripe about when it comes to doing that is I feel like when you invest that time, like I like the basketball example, because I always think of Thomas. I always think of Thomas right. playing basketball, investing time. I see him out here shooting. I see him working on his, you know, on his skills. And then people will see him on the court and they'll be like, he's just gifted. He right. didn't, he's They don't recognize all the work that he puts into it. And yeah. it's like, no, he's just gifted. He's just good at basketball. He's so lucky. I wish right. I could have that. A and lot even, of people... Oh, go ahead. Even, even training. I mean, yeah. we don't just like let anybody train him. I mean, we, we are very particular about who is training him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's the same thing, like especially in arts, like when it comes to music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen people, and I, I really admire a lot of guitarists. Like I love singing. I love I love everything that goes into worship leading. But just when I see people who can play guitar and who... Just it just like their fingers dance and it just makes magic. I've I've been tricked into thinking that like God really blessed them. Like yeah, that's true. But I also haven't seen the hundreds of thousands of yeah. hours that they sat in a right. in a studio room just by themselves, just practicing it over and over and over yeah. and over again yeah. until it's, it's muscle memory. It's easy for people to fall into that line of thinking like oh they just get it they're yeah. just naturally gifted in that way and that you don't see all of the work that goes under the surface. I've felt that way about looking at other people and they're like wow man I wish I could just be gifted like that but. Mm-hmm. You don't see all of the work that went in behind the scenes. You don't see all the work that people are putting in to get to that point. And once again, things about people that make it easier for them to be good at those things. Mm -hmm. Like a swimmer, if his hands are big, it may actually help Mm -hmm. that. But it doesn't negate the hours of training. Mm -hmm. Right. They Mm -hmm. may have physical. I mean, Thomas is tall. Thomas is like, Mm -hmm. what, six, three, six, four. Mm -hmm. That's helpful. And he's and he's got muscles in his legs. That's helpful. But he still has to put the work in. Yeah. yeah. Well, two people who put in that work, they're also going to be more likely to look like it comes effortlessly, mm-hmm. you know, because they've yeah. already done the work so hard. They work so hard that now it just kind of is coming out in a more natural appearance mm-hmm. just because they've worked so hard to get to that point. Right. And again, I want to emphasize the point. It's not just the number of hours. That's a fallacy, too. Mm-hmm. People say, no, 10,000 hours to perfect anything. Well, what if those 10,000 hours are done wrongly right you know does that mean that you're going to be an expert no so hours yes but also what kind of hours Mm -hmm. is also very important the quality of the hours quality is also important not just quantity was Mm -hmm. there any way that you because you were talking about like i learned what sources is it inevitable that we have to waste time 
finding out what those bad sources are. Well, hopefully, we... hopefully you you've narrowed down yeah. that early enough. Yeah, you know, uh, whether it's in um, academics, mm-hmm. whether it's in um, your spiritual life, whether it is in relationships, whether it's in basketball. I hope early on you have figured out between good and bad. Right. Mm. And now you can go, oh, yeah, let's say basketball. Um, hmm. I can do just that move or just that skill. But for one, that's the only one I'm doing. Plus, I'm not doing it well. I have no guidance here. Okay, I need to research. I need to find out who can help me get more skills under my belt that suit my personality, that suit my giftedness, and 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 who can help me in that? Right. What are those and who can help me? Mm-hmm. And then work in that direction. Then there is, you know, that's when experts happen. That's when geniuses are born. That's when what we think are like, man, he's a prodigy. There is no such thing as a prodigy. Mm. It's It's a myth. And and we think, oh, Mozart was a prodigy. You haven't read his life. Oh no, I've I've read a little <laughs> bit about him. Right. And his dad was yes, uh, his dad yeah, was militant. He was militant yeah. about him playing the piano. Right. Militant. And how and where he get the training? Follow oh, yeah. some of this stuff, and yeah. it's amazing. I mean, I'm sure there was some talent there. Yeah. But you don't just get that good just on right. talent. It doesn't no, work yeah. that way. You got to work at it. You got to cultivate it. So. Where do you start then? Like, say I'm say I'm brand new. I go. I want to start weightlifting. Where do I get my sources? For, how do I know that? Okay, I'm doing this right, or I need somebody to show me how to do this. Versus, I think this is right, so I'm gonna do it this way and hope it works. Like, right. Well, if you guys remember when we started working out together in mm. the gym, uh, can I can I just be honest? Mm. One one of two one or two of y'all who are uh, running around picking up everything and you had seen YouTube videos and uh, and and we're doing a lot of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, jumping here and there and <laughs> jumping up and there and I and, and I said, hey guys, if you're gonna go with me, you're gonna have to stop that. You got to stop that. Stay with what I'm telling you. To do one day you will be so good at what you're doing that you can do whatever you want to do. Not today. Anybody else remember that, yeah. or is it just me? Uh, okay. I remember that. Okay, all right. I remember that very well. I will say, I, I've heard before that if you're going to take advice from somebody in your life, they need to be at least seven to ten steps ahead of you. Right. But in in a positive way, mm-hmm. before you can start taking advice. Um, well, that's what happened with me uh, mm-hmm. when I began to work out. There was a gentleman who was very good at working out knew about all this stuff had even competed so i was like okay this person's gonna help me now i didn't take all his advice but i learned things very systematically i mean he was he's gifted in that area right very systematic and it helped me because so far working out have any of y'all been hurt Mm, never neither have i that's the key because why do people stop working out because they get hurt Mm -hmm. when they get hurt not only do they not work out, they get discouraged, and then you know weight gain and all these things begin to happen, surgeries, and they just like you know what it's, this life just stinks, and it's gone. What if you work out the right way? Don't jump around the next YouTube video or something you saw someone do that was stupid, and now you're doing it and get hurt, and now you're not doing anything. So how can you discern like in any area what's the stupid thing versus what's the right thing. Like just if, like that expert. 
yeah you know talking to this person he helped me a lot mm-hmm. you know yeah uh I, that i'm kind of struggling right now with where did you, how did you find your expert was it just like you knew him so and it seemed to work out or was it like i i had to like research and find this person well no no i i knew the person okay and then i knew what i needed mm-hmm. i needed to do weight training right and so when this person and i began to talk i, I realized very quickly he does know what he's talking about and then uh i would verify some of the things that he was talking about and i was like wow that that he really does know and so i kind of sort of came under his tutelage i guess you can say mm-hmm. and and learn mm-hmm. from him and like i said i didn't do everything he told me to do either right uh, but it it taught me how to systematically uh lift weights and not get hurt and and you know, and that's and it helped you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you guys do a lot of other things too, but you're not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Not everything that someone tells you is going to be the truth for everybody. Because exactly, it's different for everybody. So if you are dating, engaged, or just got married, be looking for people that have been married for a long time and they have a great outlook on marriage, and look for that and learn from them. Don't exactly. go look. Don't go talking to people that whose marriages are not working out right now yeah you right. need to pick your experts you need to make sure you yeah. know you vet who mm-hmm. you take that life advice from yeah. and who you're investing that time with because i mean if you're dating and you're you're spending time with people that whose marriages are not doing well it's going to affect you mm-hmm. yeah their negativity is now going to impact you yeah and, and 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 i appreciate you bringing that up about marriage and relationship because a lot of people who are setting themselves up for failure by thinking that way. Is it fair to say if you're looking for an expert that you need to find an expert who is continuing to learn, continuing to grow? Yeah, I would say so. I think that's a good quality. Uh, And that may not always be um, evident because where the expert is and what they're learning may be so you know, intricate and so deep that I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not ready to understand what he or she is learning. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I would say yes, but they need, they still care about it and they're still invested in it themselves. Yeah. They're so. still invested in it. Cause there's like professors that teach at colleges, but they're constantly taking classes. Yeah. M- more to keep themselves up to date on what's Sharpening going on. Sharpening their skills. Sharpening yeah. their skills. So, I mean, I feel like in that case, I would rather learn from someone that's constantly taking classes because as an English major, things are constantly changing. Yeah. So all of my, pretty much all of my English professors were still taking classes and they weren't taking them to get another degree. They were taking them to stay uh, ahead and stay right. on top of what's going on. I love the idea of that investment of time, not just sit back and wait and just kind of be patient and hope everything works out and hope everything works together. But no, invest your time and invest your time wisely. Right. Don't just pour a right. bunch of hours at something exactly. and just kind of beat your head against the wall. But invest your time wisely. Be strategic. Find those experts and grow in your knowledge of that subject. And you'll you'll gradually, not overnight, not instantaneously, but you'll gradually see yourself become more of an expert and more familiar with, with what you're working on. I think you also on. need to know why you're yeah why you're learning those That's things a great point, why yeah. why so you could always ask thomas why do you want to know how to play basketball mm-hmm. well what's your mm-hmm. motivation why are you investing in your marriage why are you doing these things because if if you don't have the why i don't think you'll 
you'll get discouraged right you'll get discouraged you'll run out of steam i mean you can work let's just say you're working on your marriage and things just aren't getting better right now if you don't have a reason for making it better if you're just like i just want a better better marriage well okay but like think about why it's a god honoring it's you know you're doing for your kids or you love this person you really want to make it work that's different but if you're just working on something to work on it you're going to lose steam. You have to have a reason behind why you're putting in all those hours. It's got to be worth it for some reason. And that doesn't just go with, I think, you know, goals or, or getting good at something. I think that's kind of at the heart of, of human nature. I mean, we do a lot of creative writing, you know, here at Clearview and we're, we're constantly working on different things with, whether it's skits or with, you know, books or with short films or whatever, we're always working on something that way. And that's one of the core things that we've always talked about in our brainstorms is what does this character want? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that they want? Oh, well they want to, you know, they want to win the, uh, win the contest. Yeah. But why do they want that? You know what I mean? What is it they're looking for? Yeah. What is it this character needs in order to feel complete? Um, and I think you can you can do that with any story or with any person in your life. You know, what is it that that Ryan wants? Well, he wants to uh, you know make Clearview's youth ministry the absolute best that it can be. Why? Well, because he cares about kids and he has a heart for kids. That's the, your core. That's why you're doing the things that you want to do. So that's why all that time is worth it. Otherwise. It's kind of like you said, you're just spending time on something that doesn't make sense or you're doing right. it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Let us know, guys, what you think about what we've talked about today, investing your time and investing your time wisely. Uh, let us know what you're working on, what you're investing your time in or what you're looking to invest your time in. Send us an email to carpemignana at clearviewbc.org. We'd love to hear from you. You guys ready for our last segment? Let's do it. All right. All right. All right, guys, it is the last segment of the episode. So for today's segment, we have advice no one asked for. Advice no one asked for. And Dr. Shaw, this is your week to give us some advice no one asked for. I'm very excited about this because I constantly ask you for advice. So I'm (laughs) I'm very excited for for this piece of advice. Mine is not as funny as, as you guys, okay? It's not about the shower thing. What else was it? What, what else was the uh, other David's one? David's was do small load. I still make fun of David for small that. Load. <laughs> Mine is kind of like, hey, if you're ever leaving the house, the very essential thing should always be on you. Mm. Always be on you. Not just in mm. your car, always on you. So what's on me? A chapstick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got to have yeah, my chapstick with me. Uh, yeah, I have to have my wallet with me. Mm-hmm. So my ID is in there. Uh, in my wallet, I gotta have my toothpicks, yep. at least one or two. Yep. Okay, just in case. Imagine a ten-hour plane ride, and you got something stuck in your teeth. That's, that's, that's the worst feeling. There's yeah. so many times where I'm like, "Gosh, I wish I had a toothpick on me." Yeah, yeah. like yeah. something just wedged yeah. in there, and, and your nail is not gonna do the job. No, no, no. You can poke at it with your tongue for hours and hours. Yeah, it's not coming. Your gum starts hurting. I will say, as a woman, I definitely agree with this. Oh yeah. I mean. Every woman definitely has, first of all, feminine products. Sorry, always have them. <laughs> yep. That goes for women across the board. Then they have their cell phone. Always have your cell phone. Money. Yep. You should always carry a little bit of cash. Mm-hmm. You right. never know when mm-hmm. a place won't have a, the ability to take a card. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, what if? Yeah. What I feel if? like women have a societal advantage, though, because you always have a purse. This like, is why we, we have, have purses. Fit, yes. We have to fit our entire life in our pocket. Have you ever seen a guy that doesn't have pockets? It's awkward. If you ever meet a man who <laughs> yeah. doesn't have pockets, he's given Run. up completely. <laughs> yeah. He's given up. He has nothing to live just for. Out. Well, Run. back in the back in the early nineties, there were fanny packs. Did you, you know, unfortunately, there are still fanny packs. It's like a little. It's actually 
come back. Little, yeah, that's right. a so y'all would wear a fanny pack. John, I would, I would definitely it. be for that. Really? You would wear it? No, for you. Me wear a fanny you pack? You have a fanny no. pack. You know, I, if you're jealous of our purses, just have a fanny pack. Well, our kids are kind of past this point now. Our youngest is three years old, but when our kids were young, like babies, having the diaper bag was so nice to have like all those pockets to just fit a bunch of stuff in. The one time that was a man really nice. the benefits Bro, of a person. It, nice? really, it was really Isn't nice. nice? Our, we, we eventually upgraded to like a backpack situation. Yep. So it had a bunch of like zippered pockets and pouches. Yep. and like. Oh, you also so always nice. have ibuprofen. Yes. Oh, yeah, some sort of painkiller. Is my diaper back here? One. Every single person oh, that that's in this office has asked me for painkillers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, people ask me all the time. I want to yeah. go get the diaper bag because our diaper mm-hmm. bag is like overflow it's perfectly circular because it's so jam-packed <laughs> it's full of stuff because you might need because you're prepared you so. it's a because good sign you never know you need a diaper yeah. you never know john yeah, yeah. What, the last so, diaper is jam-packed yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it, do, it kind of goes against your advice to not have it in your car but i will say my car has little hidden compartments so all throughout my car there's baby food a pair of clothes for the baby a pair mm-hmm. of clothes for yep. me like a pack, of little, a pack of wipes, yeah. like the, the floor the will open up and kit. there's like a full emergency yeah. kit. That's, that's Ellie. Wow. That's Ellie. That's Ellie. I've got yeah. the same thing. Too. I will say your wife is one of the most prepared people I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, because I'll walk out of the house and be like, oh, I don't have my wallet. But she'll be like, I don't have my wallet. I have a copy of your wallet, a copy of my husband's ID, <laughs> spare food for the baby. If, a I, tire if jack. my mom isn't around, I go find Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has what I need. Yeah. She she opens up her purse and she's like I got the tire jack. Yeah, stuff it's like that. It's like she's uh, always Hermione prepared. Granger's bag that just yeah. everything. Comes I've out. always been jealous of that. It I'm like coming. I want to be on that level. <laughs> Dr. Shaw, can you give us a top five things that you have to have with Ooh, you? Top five. So definitely, I'm gonna have a chapstick. It's okay? happening. It's happening. Uh, I have a handkerchief. You never know. You know you got you got to have that. Uh, I'll have a comb with me. Okay, so that's three right there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Three. My wallet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's four. And then, I mean, there's several things I have in there. Of course, is I your have ID it. in the wallet? Is ID is in okay. my wallet. Okay. Yeah. I have ibuprofen the in there. The wallet's a good one you got lots of things I in there. I have toothpick so. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I have my glass cleaner, just a little tiny piece of that in there. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I'm set. So yeah. this is these are things like go. if it's in the house before I leave, I'm going to go look for it before I walk out the door. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, I mean, they're already there. So when okay. I... There's, I have on my dresser a place where all these things sit, mm-hmm. and when I'm walking out the door, just slip, slip, slip. That's one thing I've noticed mm-hmm. about you over the few years, over the years that I've come to respect is you always put stuff back. Yes. I'm not the type of person Very like I'll use that. something, yes. I'll use something, that. and I'm like, this goes in another room. I'll get that in a little bit, and then mm-hmm. I walk out. Oh, but no. I've always seen Dr. Shaw like do something. He's like, okay, I'm done, and he gets up I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I'm gonna go put this back. The, I'll, I'll do this yeah. in a little bit or famous last words. Yeah, I know. I just, the, the little bit me, never comes. I don't understand. And this kind of goes along with this, but also I guess this could be a advice nobody needed. I don't know. Uh-huh. Napkins in your car. Yeah, yes. I got napkins in yeah. the car. Yeah. So napkins many napkins. Yeah. 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 Gotta have napkins in your gotta car. Have you napkins. never oh, yeah. know. Ask for you extra napkins know. from your fast food before you leave the restaurant. Yeah. Also, it ain't napkins. just what you think. That's Sometimes right. you might want to just wipe your mouth a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. But there's another more obvious, you know. But I always wonder, like, I always wonder, like, for women that don't have him and products with them, I'm like, how, how do you survive? I would be so stressed a dangerous out. Game. Yeah, I'd be so stressed out. I have questions. And if, you're, prepared. If, you're, and if you're going long distance, long distance, not just in town, yeah, a small pack of wipes may not be a bad That's idea. That's true. Yeah. That's true. There you go. Yeah, coming handy. Cool. That's yeah. right. Yeah. handy. <laughs> Make sure, guys, you heard it. Dr. Shaw told us to keep keep those essentials with That's you. No right. matter where you go, keep that emergency kit. You walk out of the house, make sure you have it what you need with you. It takes the stress off. It does yeah. take the no stress, stress off. Hey, I was right. a Boy Scout. So. See, there nice. you go. Always <laughs> prepared. There you go. 
<laughs> Let us know what your top five things would be that you take with you. The top five essentials outside of the normal, like your your wallet and your phone, though it's assuming that you have those things with you. But outside of that, what are the top five essentials that you would take with you? And we'll read it on the air. Oh, we will. Yeah, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Did you guys see our boy Simon <laughs> watched our I episode at 30,000 oh, yeah, feet? Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Hold on. I'm going to put this. I'm going to put it in the. Uh, that's how I want to end the episode. I want to end the episode with the click of, with the clip of Simon. Because uh, if, you, if you guys haven't known, um, in the very first episode of season one, I, I said that we have a pilot friend. And if you really love us, Simon, you'll take out your phone and watch the video. <laughs> and, the, and the crazy dude actually did it. He actually took it out. Sure enough, he did. 30,000 feet and put it up on the plane. What if we tell people if they watch the next episode, they get to see that? Huh? What if we, What if they watch the next episode, they get to see that clip? Oh, yeah. They got to come back. They got to come back. The so they got to watch that clip. We're going to put it at the beginning of next episode? Next episode. Yeah. At the beginning of next episode. Right. We'll Just a reminder. You heard it first. I am not for putting it at the end of this one. If you really want to see it, you come back. All right. That's remind me, though. Yeah, remind yeah, me, and I'll right. put it at the okay. beginning. Remind also, I know happen. we're about to, we got to close the show. David, congrats on the podcast shirt. Podcast shirt. I'm wearing the podcast shirt. You mentioned it last week, right? You mentioned it last week. fresh and clean. I washed it yesterday. You made a commitment, and you stuck it through. Also, I went to Belk. Bought six more of these. Just, oh my just in gosh! For real? good measure, a little much. I do a little, little much. much. I do actually have two of these. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So. Cool. There you go. All right, guys. Let us know what those those essentials are. And if you want to see that uh, that video of uh, our friend Simon watching Carpe Mignana at 30,000 feet in the yes. air, make sure you tune in next week. Look forward to seeing you Simon guys awesome. next week on Carpe Mignana. <laughs>